Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Layover Podcast. We are on episode 20, and happy October, everyone. So we're going to wrap up the last two, of course, because I couldn't just pick one uh, for September's theme, sex. And if you're not already subscribed to the newsletter, go to thelayover.com. We announce our themes there first, even before IG and everywhere else. All October, we will be discussing family. But without further ado, in episode 20, Doriana shares a story about becoming a vessel for her own pleasure after redefining her relationship with sex, rest, and body. I hope you all enjoy Doriana's incredible episode, episode 20, Something Like Water. My body never belonged to me. It belonged to birthing pains and blood stains, entry and exit wounds. It started as something someone didn't want. Therefore, sex always felt like a disconnect, an out-of-body experience, something to be felt but not aligned with. Instead, I used it to escape, to vanish. I was someone with an opening, a void between her legs made for blood and intrusions, but it was a dark place. The first person to ever love me, the person to give birth to my body, didn't keep it. She saw my flesh and thought it would be too hard to explain. For her Puerto Rican standard, I was too African, too promiscuous, too hairy, too dark, too angry, too thick, and too black. She vanished. I wouldn't find her to demand an explanation for two decades. She'd miss all the important parts, like the first time I ever tried it. It was with a boy from high school on his bright blue bedsheets in the middle of May. He began to claw, scratch, and bite. It hurt, and then somehow it didn't any longer. I could feel something deep within my linings, lying thereafter, waiting for someone to tell me I was finally a woman. Although absent, her sentiments remained at the root. My love for her was like my love for most things. I only feel it when they leave. That was when I started to search for the love that I lost in all the places it could not be found. Before I ever knew the taste of true love on my lips, my flesh started to extend and reconfigure to rounder shapes and circular angles, poking out, vulnerable to the streets and untamed hands. When I turned 15, they asked me why I wasn't nice anymore. They asked me why I walked with my eyes straight and never looked anyone in the eye for too long. You never smile unless you're laughing, said the boy in my poetry class. I took out my pocket knife and cut out his tongue. They asked me why I didn't stop to make small talk with the stray wolves standing on back alley street corners, hungry and hunting. Ma, I didn't know you was so thick. Why do you hide it under those long hoodies? You should let the world see. I'd spit and bite like a wild dog breaking the metal on its cage. I stripped them all raw of their human skin and they never saw it coming. The sound of teeth against bone, pulling and pulling. I didn't care as long as my body lived as long as I was the last one standing. I lost all my smooth edges, and they called it intimidation, they called it cruelty, they called it violence. I called it preservation, I called it survival. When I was 16, I started to swallow myself in the mirror. I numbly wandered through strangers' bedsheets. I gave my body to men and women with dark marks, deep scars, and ulcers on their hearts. We'd forget about them for the moments our limbs were intertwined, hips gliding back and forth across one another's shameful indulgences. They all told me I did it well. 
When I was 17, I fell in love with a boy, and I became a vessel for his pleasure. We wounded one another. It was a young, fragile love that lasted five years. He was his father's son, just as I am my mama's daughter, both clawing desperately to fill the holes they left in us. We were two kids, too tangled up in our own pain to know how to love ourselves right. I was comfortable with offering my body to him, becoming his vessel out of sacrifice, submission, service, subservience, if it meant he'd stay. I'd suppress desires, unattend to my wounds, and compile resentment. I grew accustomed to the motions, acts, and positions, never eager, eager or daring enough to confront what I liked or really wanted. Too tired to change, too ashamed to deny the dissatisfaction. I was afraid of my own body. I never took the time to learn it, to listen to it, offer it rest, and redeem its right to pleasure. I allowed it to be traumatized and dehumanized because I believed no one could ever desire it without expectation or without executing a masterful performance. I grew to loathe my own skin, my bones, cells, veins, organs. They unconsciously redefined their operation to service someone else's desires so I wouldn't have to experience the rejection of another love. I didn't even know my own body. I never knew my body as anything but a compartment for someone else's needs or a place for pain to be stored. I thought that's all it could ever be. Now I'm 22. As I am learning how to fall out of love, I am becoming something like water, a noose undoing its greed. I'm showing myself the true arc of a woman with a broken heart. I'm showing myself the pleasure a woman can find with her fingers. I'm showing myself how to rest deeply through the night alone in an empty bed. I'm showing myself how to be a vessel for my own pleasure. I no longer have to primp and prune, shave, wax, and pry every hair follicle out from deep within my confines to feel worthy. I can open my legs wide for myself in shadow and starlight, float up to the surface and indulge in my own essence. Enter every crevice of my own body, caress the deep corners, and finally fill all the empty voids with tenderness. In a complete breath, an ominous silence, I wake up every organ, I trust, I howl. This body, this spirit she gave me, an antique pleasure, will mark its origin going back centuries to wise women with melanin-dusted skin, moving in their limbs, using their bodies to feed, foster, and fight. Sex mothered me into a woman of elegance and danger, fingers thirsty for her own water without an ounce of shame. Thank you all so much for listening to episode 20 of the Layover Podcast and one of two for the last of September. To find more from Doriana, you can find her on Instagram at by Doriana Diaz. That's B-Y-D-O-R-I-A-N-A-D-I-A-Z. As always, all of your comments, responses to the newsletter, likes, shares, it means the world for this podcast. I'm so excited to get into October's theme. I think we're going to get some wonderful storyteller submissions from you out there listening. Yes, I said it. Don't make me put the pressure on. Thank you again for listening. <laughs>